Blog Talk Radio. Talk show. I'm your host, Pop Art Tanner Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Very, very cool. I hope everyone's having a, uh, a fantastic weekend uh, so far and whatnot. Um, it's been rainy here in South Florida, and I was just uh, talking to our guest tonight, and she's in the metro San Francisco area, and she said it was raining up there as well. So, you know. Um, no matter where you are, I, uh, we both enjoy the rain, so it's not a big deal um, for us. But, um, you know, I hope that you're having a good day and whatnot. Um, very, very excited to have our guest on tonight. She is a returning guest. She is just cool, turned up to 10. I am super talented, super talented. Um, I'm just a big fan of her. She was on the show, I believe, about a year ago, and uh, she's back. She's back. And without further ado, I would like to welcome singer-songwriter soul of Soulful Pop, Miss um, Ella Osterk. Ella, how are you? I'm good, Jamie. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing fantastic. I um, My one chore that I, I planned on doing today, and I can't, I'm going to get emails. I can't even believe I'm going to mention this on the air. Um I my my wife's out. She plays Dungeons and Dragons with uh, some of her girlfriends, and they're out doing that. And while she was gone, the plan was to um, finally take the Christmas tree down and and put that all up and everything. Didn't there's not a bulb lifted off of it, uh, not a piece of tinsel. I just got busy doing other stuff and didn't get to it. So you know what what can you say? That'll be for tomorrow, I think. Um, now, do you, do your family, um, are you guys celebrate Christmas or no? Uh, we celebrate it loosely, um, not for any religious reason, more just like a uh, New Year thing, you know? Yeah. That's us, too. That is us. Yeah. My in-laws are very religious. Man, they're going to, they go to church at the drop of a hat, it seems, and good for them. That's what they like to do. You know, I'm not judging. I was surprised, though. We were all hanging out. um I think it was like New Year's Day. Um, they had us over for, I don't know, cabbage and roast or some kind of beef. And um, it was all right. But they were talking and they were like, oh, yeah, we were, went to church last night for New Year's Eve. And I'm like, that's a thing? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> but, you know, I, I guess I guess it is, you know. They, I'm like, wow, that sounds like an exciting New Year's Eve party. Not. Um, but what do I know? What maybe it is, you know? What do, what do I know? Wouldn't be my particular cup of tea, but you know, that's okay. Now, did you do? I was watching. I think it was on your Instagram. It might have been on your threads. You're on everything. Um, but you were somewhere, and it looked like you were in a party bus. And Ella yeah. was dolled up, folks. She was looking. I'm like, wow. What'd she come from a photo shoot or something? She looks amazing. Um, oh, you. Me and my girls exactly, going out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was one of my best friend's um, birthday, birthday 
birthday party. So I posted in my nice. story. I like to to kind of show, you know, other things outside of music. So, you know, it's more um, personal. I do run my own my own Instagram. Um, so I just want people to see other things that I'm up to and my friends and family. Yeah. Well, you're a young gal. You know, you got you to gotta hit the club once in a while. You know, it's just all part of it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Just don't date DJs. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm going to get emails from DJs now. What are you doing, man? Oh, terrible. Terrible. Anyhow. Anyhow. Sounds cool. Did you girls have a good time? Yeah, it was really, really fun. Um, one of my best friends, the birthday girl, she's actually like a, she's heavily tatted and, and has colorful hair. She has a vibrant personality. And for her birthday party, we all dressed as her. So it was oh. a really fun birthday party and idea, yeah. That's nice. That is cool. That is cool. I remember many yeah. years ago, uh, a, a gal I was dating um, for Halloween um, dressed up as me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I was, I was very flattered and very honored. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow. Uh, well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Now, you, it, I think it's been about a year since you've been on uh, the show yeah. here. And, you know, you haven't been just laying around or anything. You know, you're, you've got a pretty uh, pretty strong work ethic. Um, I was Thank checking you. things out on your, uh, your website and whatnot. And, folks, she's got a fantastic website. We have a link up to uh, all of her social media and websites and all of that. And when you get over to her website, just let me say, um, first thing you need to do is, Put your email address in there and subscribe. Then you get updates and, and special offers and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, you've got a fantastic website. I love this website. Easy to navigate. Thank you. It, it's great. Um, she's got her title uh, page link right up in here so you can listen to all of her stuff and, and everything. It's, it's great. Um, now, you uh, – you did your first headlining show. We're going to go over this stuff. I got a whole list here. Uh, first headlining Perfect. show, right, at Brick and Mortar in San Francisco? Yeah. Yes, I got to headline How was that? at Brick and Mortar. It was awesome. You know, headlining your first show in your own city, you know, this was in San Francisco. Uh, it was a really cool opportunity, and I got to co-headline with uh, Jolene Lonzo, who was another talented um, singer-songwriter wow. in the Bay Area. Yeah, so it was super cool. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Now, um, every musician I know, and it doesn't matter the Mm -hmm. genre or whatnot, not just the rock stars or rap uh, people I know or whatnot, um, if they're truthful, it's all about performing. You know, it's all about performing live. All the nonsense, everything is about that live performance, you know. Um, mm-hmm. That's, in my opinion, I think, you know, people are always like, the Rolling Stones, those old guys, why are they still playing? Because they're hooked mm-hmm. on performing live. That's why, you know? Um, yeah. That's why a lot of musicians get into drugs and drink and all that, because they're trying to find a shortcut to that same feeling for, from performing live. Is that the case with, I'm not doing drugs or anything, but, um, but that, that excitement of performing live, do you feel that? Yeah, it's definitely an adrenaline rush for sure. It's a, it's a definitely a different feeling. There's nothing like it. I always say there's nothing like being on stage. That's fantastic. That is very, very cool. I would not do well yeah. with that. I am 
yeah, believe it or not, people are always surprised to find out. I am very. I don't like being um, like like when in my world, which is art. For those who don't know, that's what I do for. That's my day job. I take pictures of people and stuff. Um, but whenever I have to do like a gallery show or something, they always bring you up and you have to talk and. I hate that part of it. I just can't stand it. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, you'll laugh at this, Ella. I have a pair of sunglasses. Everyone sees me using these sunglasses. But when I have to speak in public, I have a special pair where I painted the inside of them black so I can't see anybody. And um, it helps me get through it. Yeah, people have no idea. They don't have a clue. Um, and everybody's like, well, you do the show. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in my studio. I... Ella, we're 3,000 miles apart right now, aren't we? <laughs> you know, we're yes. opposite sides of the country. I don't have to be in front of people, you know. doesn't yes. bother me doing the show. But, yeah, I would be terrible. I, I would be so nervous. I, well, it's cool that you, that you do that, though, you know. Um, now, yeah. have, you always been a, have you always been a performer? Like when you were a little girl and stuff, did you uh, perform for your friends and family and, and all of that? Did you know that? Everything was leading to where you are now? Yeah, I've always had tunnel vision. It's kind of crazy. Um, I remember telling friends and family since I was, like, probably in elementary school that I was going to be a singer, and everyone thought it was cute, um, and they just couldn't believe that, like, everything I said I was going to do, I end up, ended up doing. But um, I've always had tunnel That's vision. Awesome. I grew up as a choir kid. <laughs> yeah, and I was always performing, and I was always singing, and I was obsessed with, like, voices just like ever since I was a kid I always wanted to just listen to music I wanted to learn about it and I grew up listening to not just my own generation but you know my dad's generation and and older music as well and I just kept studying about it and it's just always been something that I've loved like I always say I can't remember a time when I didn't love music it's just it's just always I've always been singing you know that's awesome that is awesome well that's one of the you know Music. I'm a music guy too. I, I've always been into music. I, um, you know, just, just couldn't get enough of it in all genres. I'm the same way. I am the same way. I, uh, you know, people always surprise me. You know, when you when you talk music to them, and they're like, "Jamie, what kind of music are you know? Do you?" Want? I'm like, "I like good music." <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> I like good music. That's what I like. Um, and, yeah, I grew up in Detroit, so, of course, you know, Motown and all that kind of classic stuff and techno nice. and, and, you know, all that scene. But, um, yeah, that's cool, man. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, well, music, you know, it, it always seems to, no matter what what you're going through, what emotion you have, whatever's happening in your life, there, there's a song out there that just somebody else has gone through it, too. <laughs> You know, and uh, exactly. And sometimes that makes it feel better. It's a <laughs> universal right. language, yeah. Absolutely, I'll never forget uh, years old or something. Oh man, this is just depressing to think about. I uh, there's nothing worse. I went through my first big heartbreak, and um, there's nothing. I think women, and I don't mean to sound misogynistic, but I think women deal with heartbreak a little, maybe a little better than than men do. Or, or boys, I should say. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's just me seeing the grass is greener. Uh, I don't know. But I remember being 14, man, and going through it. And I was positive nobody had 
experienced this before. You know, this was the first in human history. And my father kind of laughed about it. And um, said, let me introduce you to this singer, Hank Williams. He's a country and western singer. And, yeah, he'll tell you about it a little bit. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. You know, I'm like, ah, feel better. Feel better. Um, somebody else has been through this. But, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Now, speaking of music and, and radio and stuff, um, you did your first uh your first big radio on the air, terrestrial radio, um ninety nine point uh ninety nine point seven. Um yeah. there in uh, the Bay Area. Tell me tell yeah. me about that. You got to go down to the studio and everything? Yeah, I got to go down to the studio. I got a got to chat with uh, Big Reed, who is awesome, and um, it was just kind of a crazy full circle moment for me because um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with 99.7 now, but definitely one of the biggest radio stations in the country, and literally like the biggest radio station in the Bay Area. And I grew up listening to it every day going to school, so to like get nice. invited and go to the station and meet some of like the legendary DJs that I just grew up hearing their voices on on the radio, it was a very full circle moment for me, and I kept saying, like, it feels like I manifested this, and it makes sense that the first radio station that I would properly do an interview with would be them. Like, it just felt very right, and um, it's definitely it's been, cool. like, a very cool year for me. So That is awesome. No, were you nervous? Were you nervous when you went down there? I, I, was, I was a little nervous, but, you know, I was very excited, and a lot was happening at the same time. I was preparing for my show. I already started to, um, I was in the studio, I was recording new music. I had so much that I couldn't really focus on one thing. So I think it evened out my nerves because my head was all over the place. But um, Big Rig was great. He, he walked me through it and he just told me exactly kind of what to do. And, and I don't know, I just stayed calm and, and I just let myself, you know, show up as, as the artist that I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, if that makes sense. And right. um, yeah, I'm proud right. of myself for just, you know, pushing, pushing through that because there's a, you know, there's always um, a distance between who you are as an artist and who, where you're trying to go. And there's really no destination. So you just got, you just have to keep showing up for yourself. And I just told myself, I got this really great opportunity out of nowhere. And, um, and I, I am in that room for a reason. So I just, you know, put on my brave face and, answered all the questions and um yeah it was awesome and now folks a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors stay tuned we'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages Happy New Year from the pre-owned outlet by Al Hendrickson. Start the new year in a new pre-owned. Check out Al's giant selection at alhendricksontoyota.com. Al is slashing prices on all pre-owned vehicles. Need financing help? Shop alhendricksontoyota.com for no money down or deferred payment options. Bring in the new year in a new ride. Looking to trade in your current car or sell it for cash? Take it to the easy-to-get-to Al Hendrickson Toyota before you sell it to anyone else. Who saves you money? The easy-to-get-to Al Hendrickson Toyota. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us.
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Ruxgear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Nice, nice. Well, you know, you've got a fantastic voice and um, an infectious personality. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. E- easy interview, easy interview. I, um, you know, and, and I don't know. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I was thinking about your first show and whatnot. And, um, you know, you are not only are a fantastic musician and, and, and everything, um, but you're also extremely, uh, you know, fashionable and whatnot. You look great, Ellie. You always look great. You always look like a million bucks. 
And, um, <laughs> you know, other musicians, you know, smelly boys I know and stuff, their first shows, you know, they don't care. They're like, eh, it's a ratty sweater. What do I care? You know, people are here for the music, man. You know, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, I think uh, Drake would disagree with you, but um, whatever. What do I know? I'm just a painter. Um, just an old man. See if you think. Now, before the show, did you, um, uh, obviously, in your normal fashionable uh, attire and whatnot, uh, obviously thought goes into it. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but it looks very polished, very uh, well put together always. Um, was that part of the show? Was that part of the, uh, the thinking, okay, now we're going to do this, we're going to wear this and that, and, um, you know, I'm going to be facing this way, you know, all that stuff goes into it? Yeah, we planned quite a lot, actually. Um, we did have a professional photographer and videographer, so all the footage that you see, wow. you know, pretty high quality, yeah. And um, I have my own bands, and I have my backup singers, um, who performed with me, and then I did have custom merch made for the show, which you can see on my on my social media. Um, and then as far as just like the looks, I did have a little bit of a glancing, so I had my hair and makeup done, and um, I just wanted to to do that so I could uh, show up as as like a you know larger than life kind of you know diva soul singer because. When you are on stage, there is a different persona than who you are when you're off stage. And, and I didn't want to just, um, you know, wear something casual. I liked the fact that I had, like, a big poofy dress on and, and, you know, glam makeup. And it just makes you also feel like you're um, an elevating version of yourself, you know, when you're performing and if you're kind of nervous and it's your first, like, big show. Um, putting on that oh, kind yeah. of facade helps you kind of tap into yeah, like this, this kind of alter ego. So um, I loved it, and I'm quite, quite girly, quite fashionable. So uh, I like, you know, looking, you know, all dressed up. So kind of taking that oh, for all yeah. my favorite soul, soul singers, you know, with the big hair and the eyeliner and glamorous dresses. I, I love all that. So. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that dress. I mean, you can wear that to the Met Gala. It's, it's. That's the one with the sparkles, the stars and stuff in it, right? It looks like stars to me. Um, yeah, it has like it, these little. It looks like outer space. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and you know, I actually um, used an ear monitors for the first time for that show. I got a oh. I got a brand collab with um yeah with Ultimate Ear Pros, so one of the biggest in ear monitor companies, and um, I actually created a pocket in the back of my dress to kind of put my ear pack so it kind of matches okay. can't really tell but yeah a lot of singers do that's like a little trick um you know you just have like a little pocket and and so i have my in-ear monitors and i can hear myself and i can hear my band um and i can even hear like my background um vocals for my recording so i can stay on track and i i can also hear metronome as well so um yeah you can really oh, wow. tune it but yeah, in-ear monitors are really, they're like next level, but I thought I would start, you know, getting comfortable with them because they're kind of the standard as you do more shows in the industry. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it, it, it that's cool. That is very yeah. cool. Feeny singers out there, there you go. Don't just save up for the guitar in the studio time. You're going to be performing. <laughs> Listen to Ella. Get you an ear monitor. Who do you use now? What's the company? 
It's called Ultimate Ear Pro. Okay. That's yeah. the one to go with, huh? Yeah. They're, they're huge. They're very um, popular. Well, very cool. Well, you got to use the yeah. best, you know. You got when you when you use the be, utilize the best, you get the best results, you know. And no matter what you're doing, exactly. Um, very very cool, and um, you know, and man, your merch. I'm I'm looking at. I'm right now on uh, www.ella-ozturk.com. It's her website. We have a link up, folks. And I'm on the. Uh, if you go to the photos page, you can see um, a lot of these pictures and whatnot here. And I've got to say, I've got to say, Ella, I love your merch. Uh, your graphics and everything transferred Thank great you. to the merch. It looks, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, it, Simple, uh, but yeah. powerful, you know? Thank Very you. cool. We had it just made for the show, so it was limited edition. Oh, that's... Um, and so it was fun. And I was I was there at the, you know, table. I was selling my shirts myself. <laughs> I, was, I was getting people yeah, to come cool. to the table after the show. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I tell you, I a couple. Oh gosh, it's been a few years now. Um, she's grown up. I, I'm. We're friends. Me and my wife Danny are friends with this. Uh, uh, well, she was a little girl. She had uh, her family had a band. They went around bluegrass band and they they performed and whatnot. And man, you you go to. We went to one of her shows and uh, they were on tour and it's come into our area. And we went. And it was so cute because she's probably, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, you know, little, little singer, little, little girl, little country singer. And there must have been a hundred little girls in, in the audience there, and they were all dressed like her. And she came out afterwards and went right over to her merch booth, and they all followed just like a bunch of little ducklings or something. And uh, it was the cutest thing. And, you Aww. know. Mamas and That's pops all. were buying merch. <laughs> you know, they had to have it. <laughs> and I said, "That's really smart. That, that's a good thing, right there, man." And uh, yeah, you know, one of the cool thing about, especially limited edition merch, is you may not realize this. I'm old enough to know. I've seen this this happen. Um, in a couple years, someone will be out of a club or something, and they'll have one of your shirts on from this show. I'm like, wow, that's a cool shirt, you know. Oh, oh yeah, I saw her perform at Brick and Mortar, you know, back in um, 2023. No way. Really? Really? So She's cool. selling out stadiums now, you know? Are you kidding me? Yeah, here's the shirt. Can't get it? I want one of those. Where can I get one? Well, you had to be at the show. You had to be at the show, you know? It's going to happen. Exactly. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Thank you. I've seen it happen. I used to know a guy, this when I lived in San Diego, who used to, the only, he had a lot of stories, um, the, the only good one was how he saw Guns N' Roses open up for some rock band, you know, back in the day um, when they were an opening band, <laughs> and, um, you know, like, nobody would believe wow. them, you know, they're like, no way, pretty amazing, um, you know, awesome. so it happens, it's, I've seen it, I've seen it happen, that's very, very cool. Now, um, since that, did that, uh, doing that show and whatnot, um, probably just motivate you more, right? Right back in the studio afterwards? Yeah, exactly. I actually was in the studio around the time I was doing rehearsals for the show. Um, oh, so, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm working on my uh, debut EP project. 
So my first full-length project. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. So wow. yeah, I, I wow. I'm continuing. Yeah, making more music, and eventually we'll do more shows for sure. Nice, nice. No, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but I just I want to make sure um, you know I keep the spot open for you for when that drops. Any idea? You know, I don't need a hard date or anything. I'm just sure you think it'll be spring, maybe summer. Yeah, spring, summer, maybe um, maybe May, maybe June. Um, I'm still in the process nice. of recording the other half, and then we're going to be shooting um, visuals and a music video. So we still have a lot of work ahead, but um, it's almost done. And doing some stuff behind the scenes to make sure that the business side is also taken care of, so we can have a really successful release and a kind of a long rollout. Um, there's a lot that right. goes on behind the scenes. It's not just making the music. People think that's all we, you know, all you do as an artist. But there's there's so many meetings, there's so many contracts, so many people involved, and a lot of things that need to oh, be um, fine tuned. So um, yeah, still a good amount of work ahead. But um, yeah, definitely going to be released this year in um, spring or summer for sure. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... 
T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. That's fantastic. I was At that New Year's Day get-together, I was just telling um, uh, one of uh, uh, my wife's cousins who happened to be there, uh, this fellow we know named Adam, very cool guy, and uh, we were just talking about this. You know, he's like, well, you know, as an artist, you know, it's just painting, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's important. <laughs> you know, that's that's the blood of it. But if I exactly. want those, if I'm selling those paintings on beach towels, oh, there's a whole lot of expense and forms, and you know, you have to license that stuff, and uh, exactly. it's involved. Yeah, you know, so, but nobody wants to know about that kind of. That's not very exciting, but it's. <laughs> To have it in the store is exciting, you know, so it has to happen. Um, but, yeah, music's even a hundred times more, a hundred times more, you know, because it's – and one of the interesting things this year is you're kind of a one-woman show in uh, in the business that is Ella Osterd, you know. You're, you've taken all this on uh, yourself. I know you used to um, – have people that uh, helped out with uh, promotion and PR and stuff, uh, but you very, very wisely saw how it was done and whatnot, and then just decided to do it yourself. That is so inspiring because there's so many people out there that would like to do that, but they don't know how to go about doing it. You learned how to do that, and you're doing it very well now, you know? Thank Three you. cheers to Ella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. I mean, cool. I definitely have, I definitely have a team, but um, I definitely am like the front woman. I do it all, and nothing goes out without yeah. you know my approval. But I definitely try to outsource some things that I know others can do better. I do work with producers and um, you know, like oh, the yeah, photography, yeah, yeah. visuals, those kind of things, and you know, contracts. You got to get a lawyer, but. Of course, for some some promotions, I'm very hands-on with my social media. The the radio interview, I got that opportunity myself by networking with the uh, radio head, um, Big Reed, myself, by being active on Twitter. And he, I invited him to the show. He couldn't make it actually, and um, and then I basically said, oh, like maybe next time you can give me a shout out. And then he basically said, I'll give you a shout out, and you should actually come by the studio. And I and I took him up on the offer. So. I always say if you don't ask, the answer is no. You have to be – you have to put yourself out there. And um, so, yeah, Absolutely. I got a easy opportunity as an independent artist. Um, so, yeah, the, the you know, the opportunities are at your own disposal. You have to take them. 
Absolutely. I, you know, three cheers. I'm going to save that little sound bite and send it to people I mentor. On our, uh, my Patreon, uh, one of the tiers, I mentor people uh, in the uh, art business. And um, so often, you know, you know, artists, musicians, it's all the same thing. They're, they're all shy at first and, oh, you know, I don't know if people like, you know, most of them are introverted. Um, they may act, act extroverted, but when it comes down to it. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is you have to network. I tell everybody I mentor, I'm real big in charity. Um, we try to do a charity event at least every uh, couple months. And uh, people awesome. always like, you know, why are you doing? Yeah, they're like, why do you, you know, why are you you're donating a $500 painting to this thing? And I'm like, well, for one, it's helping out the cause. I feel, it makes me yeah. feel good. But number two, I always get other business from it, you know? Um, yeah. Get the name in the paper, things like that. There's, there's other things. And you get to network with people. And it always leads to something bigger and better, you know? So it's, it's worth doing. Exactly. But you've got to, it's like Alice said, folks, you've got to learn to network. You have to. You have to, you know? And so important. In any business, I don't care what it is, you've got to talk to people, you know, and be a good aim. Um, that's fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that, though. I'm not surprised because, you know, I, I follow all of your social media and whatnot. Um, and, um, you know, you're the reason you. I'm on threads, to be honest with you. I have a little <laughs> friend of mine who's been bugging me for months, man, almost well, ever since thread came, threads came out. God, you got to get on there, Jane. You got to get. That's all she. You know, she's just ugh, that and watch The Handmaid's Tale. I'm like, I tried it. It's depressing. It's too close to life. I don't want to watch that. Um, and it's terrible. You know, no, it's a great show. It's just not my thing. Um, it's like watching the news. Anyway, I, uh, I she was always she's always on me about threads. And then finally, I was looking at your website when we were talking about um, having you come on the show again, and I'm like, well, Ellen's on Threads, so I better get on Threads, too. So now I'm on there. I just got an email from somebody that informed me, Jamie, you're putting 14 hashtags in each thread you're doing. They don't do hashtags on Threads. I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't. I'm an old man. This is why I'm not on TikTok. Are you on, you're on TikTok, aren't you? I am be. on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. My wife loves Well, I'm happy you're I go to school. I'm glad oh, I yeah, I like you. Red. I'm yeah, it's fine. I'm Ella, I go to sleep. I have the weirdest dreams every night listening to TikTok videos because my wife's sitting there on her phone watching these TikTok well, videos. Yeah. I, I don't – some of you – no, you probably are the same way, I, I'm sure. Um, you guys are very similar um, in, in – style and, and, and whatnot. Um, lately, she's been on this weird kick where she's listening. It's like a computer voice. I guess somebody sends in stories to Reddit or something, and then it tells this mm-hmm. whole, like, wow, my parents disowned my brother. You know, this whole yeah, 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 yeah. convoluted thing. Yeah, yeah and I'm just sitting there. Yeah. yeah, every night for the last, I'm like, come on, can we go back to the guy trimming the cow hooves and Scotland, this is terrible, you know. That was last week. It's, uh, why would you watch so that, bad. you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's, you know, your generation, you young, 
you youngsters. Now I sound like an old man. Uh, you crazy stuff. Now, let me ask you this. We're going to play a track. We've got it queued up. Um, it's a new track, I believe. I don't believe it's on your title yet. Um, no, it is. It is. It is. It is on there. Um, Healing is what we're going to play. No, is this going to be on the new uh, the new record? Or is this already out? Uh, no, actually, yeah, it's already out. Healing was released um, early last year. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically a song about how you can't heal in the environments you get hurt in. And it's basically about how mm-hmm. it's painful to leave, but it's even more painful to stay. And so it's just time to move on from a situation that doesn't mm-hmm. serve you. And, um, yeah, that song really did kind of kick off some new stuff in the in early last year for me. I did get um, on some of my first editorial playlist on, on some of the nice. um, DSPs, yeah. And then um, I got some more, more press, and um, Ear Milk wrote about it. And, uh, yeah, so it led wow. to some, some new, yeah, some new things. And, um, yeah, and I think it's going to be kind of a, a fun song to listen to while you guys can wait for for the EP. Fantastic. Fantastic. Here it is, folks. This is Ella Ozchurch Healing. Check this out. I don't know why Grumble when you say you want me back I don't know why Why come back like you said you never left
track, ladies and gentlemen. What a track that Ella Osterk healing. Ella, I'm blown away. Thank I'm you. blown away. Yeah, Thank you so much. Good. So good. Now, um, I want to mention your website once again, www, folks. Get a pencil. Get a, oh, oh, wait a second. Get a pencil, a burnt piece of stick, an eyeliner, whatever. Um, your wife's expensive lipstick, just write it in the mirror. She won't care. No, no don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, okay, here it is. www.ella, hyphen, Um Ella Ozturk.com with a hyphen in there. Uh, very, very cool. Let me ask you, Ella, uh, Turkish American. No, I'm assuming some folks in your family, uh, you know, speak Turkish and whatnot. Yeah, probably yeah, maybe so from. Okay, okay. Let me ask you about the. I, I, I'm just curious because um, I, I lived in Canada for a while when I was a kid, and um, they, uh, yeah. So, so the Z's, as they say in the states here, uh, they they went with the Z. You know, the very British uh, type deal. In Ozturk, there's a, a Z as well. Now, in Turkish, would that be a uh, the same pronunciation of the Z letter? Or would that be it's a pronounced, Yeah, it's pronounced as Turk, is the way you say it in Turkish. Oh, yeah. I see. And my first name is um, Ela instead of Ella. Ela. I just roll okay. with it. <laughs> yeah. I just roll with how people say it. Ela, you should have corrected me. I love learning, you know. <laughs> I love late. learning. The only people that say it the correct way are Turkish people. Literally, that's the only Come. people. Oh, I lived uh, many, many years ago uh, in uh, Metro Detroit. There's an area uh, called Dearborn, Michigan, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's most people from the Middle East live there. I mean, it's, it's I think it's the highest concentration of people from the Middle East um, outside of the Middle East, actually. And I learned all kinds of cool things living there. It was a very, I mean, first off, the food was fantastic, fantastic, um, amazing. But I also learned, um, and I don't know if this is a Middle Eastern thing or a Muslim thing, or it was just the way it was done there. When you meet a, a woman for the first time, instead of shaking your hand, you put your hand up over your heart, you know, kind of do a little kind of bow type nod thing. And, and that's the respectful way to meet a woman. Is that how they do it in Turkey as well? Not in Turkey, but it could be in some um, other cultures or, or maybe it's, um, I gotcha. you know, yeah. It might be for their culture. I'm not sure uh, what kind of, uh, what culture it was that you met. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm not a hugger, and all of my wife's friends are, and it's very annoying to me. <laughs> but I put <laughs> yeah. up with it. I'm like a big dog with a cat. I put up with it. Um, are you a hugger when meeting people and leaving the I, party or whatnot? Yeah, I mean, if it's um, if it's friends or friends or something like that, but... I do think as you get, um, you know, uh, like it, when it's like a show, you know, after my show, it can be kind of overwhelming when everyone wants to kind of oh, right. come up to you. And, and you know, um, it can be a little anxiety-inducing. So not not for everyone, but I, I love meeting people. I love talking to people. And, um, yeah, I mean, also I just think it's post-COVID, you know. Post-COVID changed a lot of our kind of boundaries. Like I used to always, you know, I could hug anyone, right? But as as you know, post COVID happened, um, 
Absolutely. It's a little more to like shake people's hands and hug and all that stuff because I just feel like there's so many like flu season and everything. It's just like I don't know. It's so easy to get sick now, you know. It is. It is. We have. I tell you the. Uh, oh, I love her to death. She. She's my my. After my wife and my dog, she's my favorite girl. I don't know. She. She's up there though. She's in the top five. We have a. Uh, me and my wife have a uh, a niece, a uh, little two and a half year old, and she is the darling of the family. Uh, I, and but me and her have advanced to our. Um, we, we've advanced in our relationship to. I'm the crazy fun uncle, that. Must give her a bear hug and, uh, you know, spin her around and, and stuff like that. And that's great. The problem is she goes to uh, daycare and uh, pre-K or I don't know, pre-whatever it is. Um, she goes to school and she is a walking Petri dish of germs. <laughs> We're all going to be sick for about the next 10 years. We've just accepted it. Um, so that's one of the things I like about COVID and the, those new boundaries. Like, oh, I'm not going to get a sick anymore. I'm not going to catch people's stuff. Nope. <laughs> and I got to meet. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, very cool. Hey, tell us, I know you cryptically told me a little bit about this, um, but I definitely want to mention that before, uh, while we have time. Um, you've been doing a little work. Now, I know you can't mention exactly who with, but tell us what's happening. Your collaboration project. Yeah, so before the EP is out, I do have another track um, single just to kind of keep everyone, um, you know, at bay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a really first uh, – it's my first collaboration track, and it's a really fun collaboration track. It's actually outside of my genre, so it's going to be something completely mm-hmm. different that really pushed me, um, and it's with an international artist, and it's through an international nice. label, and um, – you know, it's, it's a really cool opportunity, and it's going to help kind of introduce me to a different audience and market. But um, I'm excited for people to hear it. It's very, it's more upbeat. It's a little less, less heartbreak, um, you know, oriented. So I, I do think it's going to be uh, a new, a new thing for people to kind of enjoy. So I'm excited about that. We're wrapping things up with it. I'm hoping maybe late January, maybe early February um, release. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Well, very cool. We'll definitely have you back on if you have time. Um, very yeah, cool. I can't believe you did a collaboration with Nicki Minaj. Oh, I let it out. No, I'm kidding, folks. It's not <laughs> I Nicki Minaj. I do love her. They I love her. Wow. No, they didn't. It's not that. Settle down, everybody. Settle down. Um, Eli is too classy for that kind of nonsense. Are you kidding me? She ain't going to be doing that. Not when she's partying in the limo bus on her Instagram. I'm kidding. <laughs> I tease because I love. That's all. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, you know, you know this. I've told you before. You're so good at what you do. I'm so glad you're doing it. You know, I'm not surprised all these great things are happening because I know they just Thank don't you so happen. Much. You know, you put a lot of work yeah, into making this happen. And it's 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 yeah, well worth it. It's paying off. A lot of mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you can't just wait for things to happen. Um, you know, uh, it, it, exactly. you grow a beard doing that. That's about it. Anyhow, <laughs> I I love having you on the show. You're always so much fun. Keep doing what Thank you're you. doing. No, it's a Saturday night. 
in uh, the Bay Area. Um, are you going to the studio? You going out with your girls tonight? What's the plan? The plan tonight is to to rest and to answer some emails because nice. work doesn't stop as an artist, and I'm just trying to enjoy this this rainy day in. Um, I might I might you know maybe have some soup. I don't know. Just gonna have a nice, nice. nice little winter day in. So not going out for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, rest those pipes. They're great. You know they're great. <laughs> Quit that cigarette smoke. I'm kidding. She doesn't smoke. Can you picture Elon smoke? Come on, folks. She's not a no, smoker. I <laughs> no, I'd, I'd fly out to San Fran and have a talking to with you if you were. Um, can't do that. Can't do that. That's your instrument, can't do that you know. Singer. Yeah, exactly. No. no. Tea with honey, you know, I think. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. I know that's what everybody told me when I, lo- I lost my voice one time. This is early when I was doing the podcast, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Back when I used to worry about things, you know, when I, when I was new at all this. Um, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. How am I going to do the show? I've lost my voice. And I'm messaging professional radio DJs that I know. <laughs> They're like, you can tea with honey, but it ain't going to work for about 48 hours. <laughs> Rest, you know. You should Take have a, a throat coat piece. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. We want to do something. My my wife, you know, she, she owns a crystal shop. She knows about all that kind of stuff. And she made some sort of concoction for me. And it worked. So, you know, can't complain. Can't complain. Then I think she saged the studio and all was right with the world. Anyhow. Anyhow. I assume. Folks, have a great weekend. We will see you uh, this week. And, um, you know, we've got some fantastic guests coming up. We will see you then. Elah, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. You're so cool. Thank you. Thank really, you for Really, really appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime. I'll talk to you soon. Folks, this episode is going to uh, be – we're wrapping it up right now. It's going to be converted to a podcast. Uh, that's where we add the commercials and whatnot in. Uh, for those who don't want to hear any of the commercials, well, you can head over to our uh, our Patreon. It's on my website, and um, all the details. Any tier you're on on that, you get all the uh, podcast commercial free. That's one of the uh, many, many weird perks over there uh, on our Patreon. We call those folks VIP. Uh, but for everybody else, uh, yeah, this is going to be out everywhere, wherever you listen to podcasts at. And um, you will, it should be posted in about an hour, I'm thinking. Uh, maybe sooner. Maybe sooner. We shall see. We shall see. Have a good one, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.